Yo, 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 yo. What's poppin'? Big moves going on. First off, I want to shout out to everyone who's ever listened, downloaded, shared my podcast. I truly appreciate it. Um, If you follow me on social media, I have stated that uh, in addition to being on SoundCloud, I will also be available on the podcast section on iTunes. So if anyone has an iPhone, you click the podcast app and type in ignorant intelligence and you will see my beautiful face and all my episodes from previous times. Um, I will still be uploading content to SoundCloud. So if you're an Android user, don't worry. You know, I hate droids, but I'm not going to forget you guys, but I will be on SoundCloud and Apple. So I'm excited about that. And this episode is my first official episode going on Apple, like first new one anyway. All the other ones were strictly on SoundCloud, but this is my first episode, new episode that will be appearing on Apple. So I'm in a good mood. But as always, you know, I'm going to talk my shit. I'm going to give an ignorant but intelligent perspective on this here thing that we call life. And uh, it is, it's June is slowly approaching. It's what, May 29th. So June is approaching. Um, wedding season is here. And I just want to let you know, you're a loser if you got up early at like 7 in the morning to watch the royal wedding. I mean, these two fucking people don't know you. They don't give a shit about you. It's not even in America. Like, it's over in another country that gives zero fucks about what we got going on over here. And I don't understand why y'all all hyped up about them anyway. Like, they're not royalty to us. I mean, last I checked, didn't we have to defeat the British to get our independence? Why are we slurping and gurping them 7 a.m.? Man, fuck them. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Shout out to the U.K. But but seriously, like, why are we up 7 a.m. to watch that? You got to pee on a Saturday. I mean, there are people who went out Friday night to the club, hung over, and was up crack of dawn to watch two people that they don't know get married. You know how many times, yo, people don't do don't get up at seven a.m. for anything. Like if I y- y'all know me, if I said to you, "Hey man, my wedding's at seven a.m.," your ass would not be up. People don't even get up seven a.m. to get to work on time, but you. Gonna get up 7 a.m. Don't brush your teeth all musty. Don't don't shower, don't eat breakfast to watch two people you don't know get married. It's a little strange. It's a little strange. Y- y'all act like they're gonna come to your wedding. I mean, the way y'all was sharing these photos and oh my god, uh, the royal wedding. Uh, yo, when I get married, you motherfuckers better have handcrafted statues of me. I want like ancient birds and <laughs> endangered species at my wedding. Y'all motherfuckers better have rose petals at my feet when I walk. If the way y'all supporting two strangers, y'all better support the fuck out of me. I shouldn't even have to pay for my wedding. Y'all should support me so much that my wedding should be all on y'all. Since y'all love weddings so much. Damn. That's some shit. 
What's up with y'all with being obsessed over strangers? But anyway, what wedding season's here. And, uh, you know, you got people being picky about the ring, the dress. They have shows dedicated to women saying yes to the dress where she sits around with her four ugly-ass friends and they basically sit there and go, I don't like that dress. Well, that dress is $5,000. Like, you know, I, I think we lost the point of the marriage the wedding is cool but it's about the marriage like people get so caught up in the glitz and the glamour and oh my god it's a three carat ring oh my god it's a five thousand ten thousand dollar dress oh my god you spent like thirty thousand dollars on your wedding oh my god they went to fiji for their honeymoon and then a year later they fucking hate each other and get a divorce we got to get back to the basics. It's about the wedding. It's about the marriage. Excuse me. It's about the matrimony. It's about the love. It's about two people coming together. Fuck the wedding. Okay. Keep it a buck. I would just go down to city hall. Because to, to me, I, I'm not into the, I don't really like wearing jewelry anyway. I would only wear marriage just to wear a, a wedding ring so people would know that I'm married. But I'm, I'm not into all the glitz and glamoury shit. And there are women who say... Yo, if he gets me in the wrong ring, I'm telling him no. You disrespectful bitch. <laughs> How dare you? You got a man who spent some obnoxious amount of money on a diamond, which realistically doesn't really have much worth anymore. Okay? He gets down on one knee to propose to you, to say he wants to be with you forever. He wants to put up with your shit forever. He wants to deal with your baggage forever. He wants to deal with your jealousy forever. And you're ungrateful, petty ass gonna sit there and go, well, I don't like the ring, bitch. You should be glad somebody want to marry your ungrateful ass. The fuck? Like you perfect. People need to get over themselves. You should be glad somebody really wants to spend the rest of their life with you. It's like, oh, that's a princess cut. I only like oval diamonds. You disrespectful bitch. <laughs> and I've heard other women say stupid shit like, oh, when a man proposes to me, I want a carrot for every year that we've been together. So hold on. If I've been with you for six years before I propose, you want a six carat ring? <laughs> Suck my dick. You bugging. If that was the case, every guy would propose within six months. Man, I'm getting that bitch half a carrot. <laughs> That's crazy. It's a terrible investment anyway. Terrible investment. Say you spend $20,000 on a ring, shit don't work back. You're not going to get back a fraction of, you, of what you pay for that. Like it, it's, it's, it's an embarrassment. It's a waste of money. It's a terrible investment. You could take that $20,000, then she meets you with $20,000, and y'all invest that and get that a down payment on a house, go to City Hall, get married, live happily ever after. But people don't want to think like that. People just want the glitz and the glamour. And I always say people all the time, whatever you, whatever you spend on a ring, tell your girl you want something of the same value. And I bet you her, her price goes down. I want a $12,000 ring. Oh, yeah, bitch, what are you getting me for $12,000? I want season tickets and that's to Spike Lee. <laughs> Courtside. All right? I bet you their whole energy change. Oh, well. Oh, that's a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. Surprise. 
ridiculous the amount of money people spend on diamonds and then end up breaking up. It's a bad investment, man. Marriage can end in so many bad ways. It's basically like, all right, marriage is when two people get married and then when shit doesn't work out anymore, you guys break up and one person pays for the other one for the, forever and then through spousal support and they get to fuck other people. Yeah, OJ wasn't feeling that shit either. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I went there. It's crazy though. Like, I know a guy who's who he hit me up one day. I'm, I'm not gonna say who, but I have a friend who was ready to kill his ex-wife because they were together. They got married when they were like 18, and uh, they he was in the military. And every now and then she would go to New York, and she was fucking around with another guy. And the whole time he, she was saying, "Oh yeah, I'm just staying with my mom, staying with my mom." She was staying with this other guy. He was fucking the shit out of her. He didn't even know. So they get a divorce. She was she was saying that she wanted the divorce. So now he has to pay for child support and spousal support because they were living in California. And California has weird marriage rules and all this other shit. So he's paying all this stuff. On paper, it states that she lives with her mother and that she's unemployed. But she stays allegedly at her boyfriend's house all the time. And my boy has to pay for her to basically, you know, live lavishly and get fucked by some other guy who she was cheating with the whole time. And it's just like, what kind of fucked up scenario is that? <laughs> like, damn, I, I understand why he's just like, Yo, I'm ready to just get this chick murdered. Like he doesn't do it, but it's a messed up scenario. It's like, what are we, what are we really living for? Is it really about diamonds and, and money and infidelity and shit. And it's always funny how like guys will use their money and jewelry to attract women and then get mad when they get gold diggers. And then women will use their sexuality and then get mad when a guy only wants them for sex. Like That's what you're putting out there. Like it, if you stop advertising that you won't attract people that want that. Oh, he just wants pussy. Well, I mean, listen, you walk around half naked, sundressed, no panties on, you know, it's blowing between your ass. Like, yes. Like, well, what, what, what are we saying? Like, you showing money all the time, talking about you got Gucci this, Gucci that. Of course, she's just going to want you for your money and designer things. You get what you put out. Oh, man. And not, now they talking about Morgan Freeman raping people or sexual misconduct whatever you want to call it i don't know the legal terminologies but like god damn man morgan freeman dude's old as shit joe come on joe clark out here wildin morgan freeman played god come on b y'all ain't see bruce almighty like that was like so cool for hollywood to say hey god's black and now you want to diminish his character by saying he's out here being a devious sexual person. Like, come on, Morgan Freeman ain't out here raping nobody. Come on, man. 
But I will say this though, black people, y'all gotta chill talking about oh they're trying to destroy all the all the black fathers and da 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 da. Listen, Uncle Phil never had no rape allegations. Carl Winslow never had no rape allegations. Damon Wayans never had no rape allegations. All right, stop. We had more than enough positive black role models on TV. All right, if these guys really are raping people, fuck them. Like we gotta stop thinking it's this witch hunt. But if they're not out here raping people, come on, man. Enough. Enough. (laughs) Every story always starts off with, I went back to his room. Come on. Come on, man. Going to people's rooms. That's like going, you go to a married man's room at 3 a.m. and you think you're not going to get fucked. That's like going to Madison Square Garden at 7 p.m. and the Knicks are playing and saying, you know these motherfuckers play basketball all night? I'm suing. <laughs> like, the fuck did you expect to see? People are bugged out. It's all about getting to the money. A lot of times these rape accusations always end up out of court and they settle for like a million dollars or something. It's all about the money sometimes. It was always about the money all the time. Don't ever listen to anyone that says it's not about money. Money isn't the isn't the only thing, but it's a very important thing. Right? Like, like say Martin Luther King had $90 billion to fund his operation, for lack of a better word. Right? He had all the talk. He had all the knowledge. He had all the leadership skills, but the money wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? That's that's why he wasn't really... He could have been... Him and Malcolm X could have been way more effective if they had the money. Right? So, this is where I kind of disagree with athletes and NFL players, right? Because they have the money. So, recently, the NFL implemented the rule where they're like, uh, you can't kneel during the national anthem. If you want to do that, just sit in the back and come out after the game, after the national anthem's done, and come out play the game. Whatever. Me personally, I I always try to see things from both sides. As a black man, I get why people are protesting and things like that. But then I'm like, mm, if I'm an NFL owner, and then last year, uh, due to I guess all the protests, the NFL ratings were down and I'm losing millions, possibly billions of dollars due to this. I'm going to be like, look, motherfucker, stand up, stop kneeling. I, I pay you shut the fuck up and play football. Right. As a businessman, you, 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 you view it that way. So, okay. You get rid of the kneeling. Fine. Kneeling doesn't do anything but raise awareness. All right. To inequalities in the country, but, Okay, the actions of inequality are still going on. And like I've said a million and one times, this should never be a children's sports team having to sell candy or do any form of community service to get school uniforms or team uniforms. With all of these millionaires, like you got the Knicks and the Nets in New York. Both franchises worth billions of dollars. You mean to tell me that they can't sponsor 
all these New York City basketball teams? Like, you mean to tell me no one is trying to fix these fucked up scenarios? Like, don't tell me to kneel with you and protest and you're not in the hood, quote unquote, fixing things. Like, have you built the Starbucks? Have you built the corner store? Have you built an after school program? Have you done anything with your money to change anything? If not, I'm not listening to you. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, you guys want to get on TV, sell us alcohol, get sponsored by Hennessy, get sponsored by Ciroc, get sponsored by all these big alcohol companies. You sell us these things. And now you, you got people with weed named after them. You're selling us all these things, right? But you're not doing anything to fix the issue. You're just selling us shit. Yeah, go drink Hennessy, but drink responsibly. Come on, man. Take that money. Take the youth. Go fix the problem. I don't want to hear about you taking a knee. I don't want to hear about vote or die. I don't want to hear about no black fists. I don't want to hear about no black pride. I don't want to hear about no Wakanda. I don't want to hear about none of that unless you out here really putting in the work. Because if you ain't doing that, I'm not feeling you. If and realistic, if you're like a um, a person who doesn't have millions upon millions of dollars, okay, do what you can. Fine, I, I hold you to a different standard. But if you're a black athlete with millions upon millions of dollars and the resources to really change people's lives, come on, man. Come on. Like this, should, yo. Every NBA player on the Brooklyn Nets, right, should like pick a school. And sponsor that basketball team. If they could allow this. I don't even know if that's allowed. Since like it's public schools. City owned. They got all these different laws or whatever. But in a perfect world. They'll be able to sponsor every kid. And be like okay. You play sports. You do this. Okay you know what. We'll peg your way through college. Like. Even if you pay for them to go to a CUNY school. And play ball there. Like you know what I'm saying. Like. I'm not asking you to donate a billion dollars. Like, you motherfuckers, y'all be out here kneeling and don't want to help nobody and then blow 100000 in a strip club. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You could have took that money and paid for a whole inner city baseball team to have uniforms for the whole season. Cleats, gloves, bats, all of that. Come on. This, uh, and I don't like clocking other people's money. You want to buy a Ferrari? That's up to you. Hey, you worked hard for it, whatever. But don't tell me about, oh, we're trying to make a change and do some fucking commercial and then build like a community garden that no one takes over. You build it in a hood. A year later, dogs are peeing on it. There's syringes in there, all types of fucked up shit. Don't hand me that, right? And then you take the money that could have sponsored a whole team, paid the kids way through college, and you throw it at a stripper. I'm not feeling you. Not feeling you. Got that off my chest. <laughs> I feel better now. All this shit is Colin Kaepernick's fault. <laughs> Damn light-skinned people always starting problems. But you know what's funny about him? He's kind of funny style. Like, I mean, I guess his heart's in the right place. But he did some shit that I don't I don't I wasn't really feeling. Like He's dating his teammate's ex. 
right? Now, you and teammates are, by and large, co-workers. So you're not going to be cool with all your teammates. Like, I'm not cool with all my co-workers. I don't even speak to all my co-workers. Like, it might be a high and by thing, but we're not going out for a beer. We're not besties or anything like that. But if you introduce me to your girlfriend, like, if, you're, if I meet your girlfriend through you, I'm not going to date her if you guys break up. Like, I don't understand why people date their friends' exes. Like, where are your morals at? Like, I don't get it. Like, I know this one girl. She was saying, yo, once you break up, you're broken up. Like, it's not like they're your property anymore or anything like that. Like, you know, I, like, dated my friend's brother after we broke up and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like... So it was cool to fuck your ex's family. I mean, yeah, it's not my property. And I'm like, all right, cool, 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 cool. I hate you. Well, let me give you this cool ass scenario, right? So say you have a daughter, right? Cool. So say when you're like 45, right? And your daughter's 18, right? And you're dating some guy who's like 40 and then you guys break up, right? Now, your daughter's 18. Is it okay for her to go and suck that dude's dick? Oh, no. How dare? Oh, now we drawing a line on family. You see? There's a reason why there's morals and rules. You can't just go do whatever you want. Like, I I never. Like, yo, and, and as a man, right? There's more women than men on planet Earth. Right? So off jump, we have more options. So I don't need to talk to somebody that you were with. Then you got to take into account the amount of dudes that get locked up, the amount of dudes that are gay, and the amount of dudes that ain't shit. No job, no nothing, got nothing going for them. So realistically, the pool is is, is smaller for women. So real, I don't need to talk to another girl that you dated because I have so many options. You get what I'm saying? So to me, it's like, damn, like, how long were y'all attracted to each other? How long were y'all plotting this? Like, y'all, I just told this person I love them and was dating them, right? At one point, was planning a future with this person, having kids, possible marriage, and then turn around, and now you're doing that with them? I can't be cool with you if you pull some shit like that. Because I, I don't know what else you're liable to do. To me, you're sneaky. To me, you're grimy and you're disloyal. I can't fuck with you. Because there's too many other options for you to be like, man, you know what? I'm going to go fuck my boy's ex. Like, what? why would you do that? Why? I, I never understood that. To me, exes are exes for a reason. Once once, once you're done with your ex, you got to cut all ties. Like, once you break up with me, you're breaking up with my family, my friends, like, Delete us off Facebook. Delete us off Instagram. I don't still listen to my podcast, though. (laughs) Share that. You know what I'm saying? Trying to do these numbers. But after that, we done. Like, there's nothing for us to talk about. Don't get back with your ex either. Getting back with your ex is like taking a, a nice, clean shower. Rinse yourself off. You wash your hair. And then you put on the same dirty ass underwear you had on. And them underwear were dirty. You went outside playing ball in them. You had to take a long train ride 
from all the way uptown to Brooklyn. So they mad musty. Right? And they smell like vinegar. And then after you take a clean shower, you put them right back on. That's what it's like getting back with your ex. It's over. Like, get a new pair. Alright? They don't cost much. <laughs> get them on sale. <laughs> the fuck, man? Leave exes alone. Stay out of my life forever. You're an ex for a reason. It didn't work. Alright? It's best we go our separate ways. Leave my friends alone. Leave my family alone. Alright? All communication is done. Talking some stupid shit like, oh, we just talk because we needed closure. Man, fuck a closure. People are so sensitive nowadays. Sensitive ass kids. Another school shooting happened. I mean, school shootings happen more often than that Piff has mixtapes. It's just like every Friday a new one drops. Like, goddamn, like this shit is getting crazy. Every time I turn on the TV, uh, another school shooting today. And like usual, it's just another white kid, another white male. And he always ends up leaving alive. Like, I don't get that shit. Shoots the whole school up, but they take him out in handcuffs. Oh, he's just a misunderstood child. Oh, he was bullied. Listen, bro. Let me tell you something. Gay kids, girls, black kids have been getting bullied beaten up and misunderstood for decades inside of their school, right? By society. Been mistreated, disrespected. How often do you hear about a gay kid, a black kid, or a girl shooting up their school? Oh, wait. Exactly. Crickets. So it it's not, oh, they're bullied. It's not, oh, they have mentally... Ill. Okay, you know what? Try being a black kid in the 60s. Try being a gay kid in the 90s, early 2000s, where no one really gave a fuck about gay rights. None of them shot up schools. It's always these suburban, spoiled white kids who just, you know, had a bad day and... Yeah, and, and, and their parents always try to negotiate, negotiate with them. Listen, I look at kids as terrorists. I don't negotiate with terrorists, all right? Like, I've seen kids wilding out. They're like, oh, can I, do, can I go do this? And the parents are like, no. Oh, why? Because we have to go here. But why? Because we have to go back home. But why? Listen, motherfucker. When I have kids, dad, can we go here? No. But Why? not answering you. That's it. I already said no. Like, I'm not... That conversation's done. Once you say no, it's done. Why are you negotiating with terrorists? You're the you're the adult. Too many parents want to be friends with their kids. And their parents are saying shit like, I hate you. The, kid, the kids are saying that to the parents. And the parents are like, oh, he's just expressing himself. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm going to express these hands across his chin. Tell me he hate me. I pay the rent in this motherfucker. <laughs> I pay the mortgage. You hate me? All right. I'm going I'm to give you a reason to hate me. Expressing yourself. The hell out of here. Kids need to get their asses whooped. They don't have enough structure. There's always, oh, don't tell me how to raise my kids. You need somebody to tell you how to raise your kids. I never get a nudist lady. 
who beat her child because she peed the bed every night. The kid was three. Now, mind you, this motherfucker would be up 11 p.m. every night drinking soda, drinking drink boxes and all this other shit. Why is your kid up? Of course, you have him up 11 p.m. drinking soda, jumping all over the place. By the time he goes to bed, he's going to pee in it. He's three. And I'm like, well, maybe you should have your kid go to bed earlier and not give him soda. Don't tell me how to raise my child. He cries whenever I don't give him soda. Let his ass cry. They got to learn. He'll get tired of crying and tired of begging. He'll grow out of it. Okay, my parents didn't give him all the shit that I did. And look at me. All successful on iTunes now. <laughs> but no, nah, but for real, like, uh, like, a lot of these parents, like, they don't have common sense. And like I always say, there's no such thing as dumb kids. It's just really dumb parents. Like really dumb. Who are more concerned with their social life and their Instagram and selfies and going out on Friday night and leaving the kid at grandma so they could go be a hoe for the weekend. You know, come on, B. To me, once you have a kid, I'm not saying you got to stop your whole life, but you got to put them first. Okay, don't let TV and Internet raise your children. Okay, you're the parent. You should be the main role model. Not not a rapper, not an athlete, not an actor. Your kids should look up to you. Okay. That That's it. I don't I don't understand why you why people make it seem like it's so hard. I understand parenting is hard. Okay, I'm not dismissing that, but. At the same time, you know, parents, you got to be a little bit more proactive. Put down the phone. Yo, I'm so tired of seeing parents on their fucking phone while their kid is just acting like a fucking lunatic on the train, jumping on the chairs, spinning around on the pole, kicking people, and they're just spaced out in some conversation or on social media. Like, enough. Okay, pay attention to your kid. He's not your king. He's not your world. He's not your man crush Monday. He's not the only man you'll ever love. Little motherfucker's four. He's a child. Treat him like a child. That's it. Parents always want their son to be their daughter. Cut your kid's hair, bro. Cut your fucking kid's hair. All right, get him a haircut. Boys don't need to get their hair done. They go to the barbershop, right, and talk shit and watch sports and get a fresh cut and learn slang and inappropriately look at women, right? Got all these pacified boys now. That's what motherfuckers shooting up schools. They don't know how to fight. They don't play any rough sports. I remember when I was a kid, we played the you played rough sports. You played football. So the white kids played hockey. <laughs> You play baseball's not a rough sport, but it's like you get hit with a baseball. You'll you'll see why it's a rough sport. You played basketball. You got fouled. You played in the street. You played all day. All right. You played tackle on concrete. We didn't have no grass, no equipment. We played tackle football on a basketball court. Now it's like, oh, I have to bring my child to his piano recital. Um. Thomas likes ballet. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Put him in boxing, son. <laughs> get 
Get that testosterone going. Get that left hook going. You don't have to worry about shit getting shot the fuck up. There were no bullies when I was a kid because, I mean, there were, but it got to a point where kids were like, yo, man, learn how to fight. All right? Even if you leave him with the drunk uncle for a week and the drunk uncle put his hands up and teach him how to box something. Right? Fuck all trying to get him in SAT preparatory class when he's in second grade. Man, fuck all that. He'd be all right. Let him cut his knee or something. Let him, let him go do boy stuff. Get him a fresh cut. All right? Go let him play football on the street. Go let him fight. Let him be a boy. Jeez. I don't know why I'm so angry today. I'm in a really great mood. I don't know why I'm angry today. I just get annoyed with seeing parents do stupid stuff. Fed up with with society. Oh. What in the fuck? Shit. <laughs> Almost knocked my whole microphone over. See, that's that's my karma. Being so angry. I'm supposed to be in a good mood. <laughs> but um, yeah, yo. I'm in a good mood. So let me close off this episode with a wonderful quote. And it goes like this. Let us sacrifice our today so that our children can have a better tomorrow. How fitting. Stay black, y'all. Peace.